Night Creep, Tariq Nasheed is in the building. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Tariq Radio. I know it's late in the week, but I'm still here. I wasn't going to leave y'all hanging. Here I am. Here I am. Let's make it do what it do. Glad to have everybody tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. It's late, but we're going to make it do what it do on this lovely, lovely Friday evening. Let everybody know that we're live right now, ladies and gentlemen. Retweet this, re-Facebook post this in the whole nine yards. And what we're going to do, we're going to take that real quick commercial break while everybody's piling in the room. So don't you move a muscle because we'll be right back right here on Tariq Radio. Listen up, squares. You need to get the legendary book on game, The Art of Mackin, by author Tariq King Flex Nasheed. Available on Amazon right now. Can you dig it? This book has been a bestseller for 20 years, Jack. And the New York Times called it a classic. That means it's out of sight. So this book ain't for no lames who ain't trying to learn the game. Jive turkeys. So if you're ready to stop slacking in your macking, get the Art of Macking book on Amazon and Barnes & Noble right now. Sucker. Rated PG. That stands for plenty of game. Jive chumps. It's tax time again, so let the experts at Clark Pro Taxes make filing your taxes easy for you. They can prepare your taxes in person or virtually in all 50 states. Just snap a picture of your documents and leave the rest to them. Let Clark Pro Taxes prepare your personal or your business taxes. So get in touch with them right now at www.clarkprotaxes.com. Their calendars are open right now and they're pre-booking for the new tax season. That's Clark ProTaxes.com and follow them on Facebook at Clark Pro Taxes. Have you been feeding your skin quality ingredients? Are you dealing with any type of skin conditions such as eczema, hyperpigmentation, body acne, or discoloration? Here at Joy House Essentials, our triple whip shea butter is 100% handmade and whipped to perfection, guaranteeing results you will see and feel instantly. Give your skin the nourishment it deserves and stop using harmful, chemical-based products today. You can find us at www.thejoyhouseshop.net or give us a follow on Instagram at jheshop. Joy House Essentials, let's elevate together. Listen, are you ashy as hell? Do you have dry, parched skin? Does your elbows look like elephant knees? If so, you want to get your skin from crusty to lovely, go to ashkicking.com to get all the lotions, lubricants, and body butters that you need to get your skin in order. They got all types of health and beauty products, everything you need. They got incense, things to make your house smell good, things to make you smell good. So again, go to ashkicking.com. Again, that's ashkicking.com. Bro, stop playing and start spraying. Leave an op on the ground where you stand. At all costs, yeah, make sure you protect it. Old goon juice, the formula been tested. You can defend yourself. If you find that you need a little help, gotta stay ready. Ain't no love in the street. Pepper spray straight to the face, make them get weak. Get it at ogoonjuice.com. If they think it, you slipping, then tell them to come get them some. If you packing this, you won't be lacking. A shot to the eye in them problems you having. Maximal strip hit them haters on ground. So you can feel free when you out in the town. Ogoon juice and don't forget a shirt, man. You gotta stay ready. That evil on lurk. Yeah. You are now tuned into the legendary OG. OG. Tariq Nasheed. I want to up on this to all my friends. On Tariq Radio. Where is Tariq getting all this cash? Oh, we're back. Oh, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. I got to put on the late night creep music. What's going on, man? We're here. We're here, ladies and gentlemen. We are here, ladies and gentlemen. Glad to have y'all in the room. 
Man, it's been a long week. And by the way, today's broadcast is also brought to you by a brand new book called Black Woman, Black Goddess by author M.L. Baladumu. I'm going to pronounce that last name again. Baladimu. That's the last name. It's a novel about a pro-black college graduate who wants justice and equality and freedom for her people. And she discovered that she was born with divine powers. But before she can use her powers to fight against anti-blackness, she must pass several trials in order to wear the name and title of ISIS. Check that book out on Amazon.com. It's called Black Woman, Black Goddess. Check it out right now, ladies and gentlemen. So anyway, let's get into what we're talking about today. What's up to everybody in the room? Shout out to Black Voltron Reloaded. Shout out to the mods. Nikki the God is in the room. Man, we're doing this show late this week. I always, I got to get the show in. I'm not going to, I try not to leave you guys hanging with no broadcast for the week. We've just been so busy getting the museum in order for the grand opening happening next weekend, ladies and gentlemen. The grand opening for the Hidden History Museum is happening next Saturday. Shout out to everybody who got their tickets for the grand opening. Now, the main opening is going to be on the 27th. Uh, That's that Monday, so people can come on in and check it out. Um, Also, the new movie, American Maroon, is going to be available next Monday on the streaming site, fbastream.com. Now, a lot of people are asking for the DVD. I'm surprised. There's a lot of people like, hey, man, we want the DVD. Well, here's the thing. We are going to have actually the Blu-ray because the movie is so long, it doesn't fit on a DVD. It's on Blu-ray. We will have it on Blu-ray about a week after it's out on the streaming site. So it will be on Blu-ray. A lot of people are requesting the Blu-ray. And you're going to love this film, man. This is a long educational film. American Maroon, man. Phenomenal, phenomenal film. We really took our time with this film and we really break down history. We, we we get so deep in this movie in American Maroon. We talk about the black rebel fighters that that they never talk about in history. Also, we talk about the black aboriginal people that were documented being over here. We really, really slow walk that narrative. And some of the other films that I've done, some of the, the Hidden Colors films, We'll casually touch on some of the black Aboriginal people. We've touched on it, but this one, we really, really break it down with all the receipts, um, all of the bibliographies, all of the references, all of the books. We we name a lot of books that you guys can check out. We really slow walk this thing, man. This is a phenomenal film. You guys are going to love it. You are absolutely going to love the new film. Yeah, yeah, you guys, if you, got a, if you got a PlayStation, if you got an Xbox or any one of those things, you can watch the movie on that. I forget that a lot of people might not have DVD players, but everybody has a damn Xbox or a PlayStation, so you can watch it. But it's best to get it on the streaming site. The streaming site is popping. You can watch it immediately on FBAStream.com. Yeah, and somebody in the room said it. Yeah, a lot of people want the physical copy, which is, you know, because it's a collector's item. And I get that. Getting the physical copy, that's a collector's item, man. That's having the physical thing there. You know, it, it that has value. Just like vinyl records. All those old records in your mama's um, um, den, all those old records that you used to listen to back in the day. And that... A lot of us threw away. I threw away a lot of records stupidly. Man, some of the records that I've thrown away, man, some of the hip-hop records, hell, I don't even have to go back to the 70s. Some of the hip-hop records that we used to rock with in the 80s because we're getting a lot of vinyl stuff to display in the museum where we're looking for it. Some of these vinyl records, some of these 12-inch singles that we used to bump, some of those old LA records, from uh, Macola Records and all of that, man. Some of those vinyl 12-inch singles are going for three, $400. You understand? Some of those vinyl sing- singles from back in the 80s, them rap singles on vinyl, shit. I've seen some for a couple of thousand, but on average, some of them joints are going for like three, $400. Yeah, that NWA vinyl, that stuff is valuable now, man. I'm learning that now. Just getting artifacts and stuff for the museum, a lot of tangible physical things, man, they grow in value. 
we're getting um like newspapers like the black panther newspaper we're getting old copies of that those are like four five hundred dollars a newspaper that cost a dime what 40 50 years ago like four five hundred dollars right now yeah i'm telling you collector's items man physical items are very important to have yeah, I, I got to be like my mom. My mom keeps a lot of old stuff. I I was one of those people. I just, if I don't use it no more, I'm just going to toss it out. I better get over that. You better start holding on to stuff. That's one of the reasons why we did the Mink Slide album. Because uh, my old mixtapes from back in the, the 80s and 90s, they were selling overseas for like two and $3,000. All my old mixtapes. I'm like, man, please, let me go make some new shit. Hold on, I can, I can make some new songs now. Shit. <laughs> Hold up. This what y'all doing? Hold on, I got a whole repertoire of songs, if that's the case. Yeah, they selling these old mixtapes I used to do, the little swap meet mixtapes I used to do. They had some stuff over in Germany, it was like two, three thousand dollars. I'm like, oh, hold on, wait a minute. So yeah, that's why we got some mink slide, vinyl, all that stuff. That's gonna grow in value later on down the line. Yeah, I'm up late, man. We up late. We up late. Yeah, yeah, I got to start hitting up the vintage stores. Real talk. Absolutely. But we're here. We're here. Man, what's going on with these damn UFO sightings all over the place, man? What's going on, man? Every other day, we're hearing about either Canada. There was some stuff going on up in Canada, some unidentified objects happening up there that they had to shoot down up in Canada, right? Man, what the hell is going on out here? All of these quote-unquote unidentified objects that's floating around out here. You know, it, it looks like, man, are they are they gearing up for World War III? What's going on? Are they gearing up for the big one? You know, people, they've been predicting World War III for a minute. And people said by 2025, World War III will pop off. Right? Are they gearing up for it? Because what they're doing, they're downplaying a lot of stuff because a lot of these balloons and stuff that um, that's allegedly from China, they don't want to get any propaganda value out of it to scare the public because a lot of that stuff is used to kind of terrify the public and get the public uneasy. And then there's going to be runs on banks and then they'll have a run on food. You know, they want to get people to panic. So I can understand the U.S. government trying to just downplay a lot of it and keep folks calm but i want y'all to understand don't be fooled this stuff is more serious than they're making it out to be though i want y'all to be very clear out there those balloons in places like montana hey don't hey all of that stuff when it happens out there in the midwest when you have these unidentified or these weird objects floating around out there and also i think they found some stuff in alaska one of those balloons look a lot of those nuclear weapons are out there in Montana and Alaska. Hold on, let me find a map real quick. Let me show y'all a map. I want y'all to understand what, what a nuclear sponge is. A lot of these places are what's called nuclear sponges. And these are some of the sightings right here. They saw the um, Chinese spy balloons out there in Alaska and these islands out here by the, Ala the Alaskan Pacific up there in Southwest Canada. It's kind of desolate over there. Over here in Montana, Nebraska, Kansas, a lot of these um, places that are somewhat desolate where the population is somewhat sparse, these are called nuclear sponges. It's not a coincidence that those damn balloons are over there, family. It's not a coincidence. Because they house, a, the U.S. government, they house a lot of nuclear weapons there and the reason why they house them there is because if there's ever um, some type of foreign attack usually the foreign entity they're going to attack the military surplus they're going to attack the significant payload of military surplus so they're going to attack the nuclear weapons first so if they were to attack nuclear weapons it will be in a place like Montana somewhere where the population isn't as dense and there won't be as much collateral damage. You dig? You feel what I'm saying? So they'll have it in like places like Alaska, Montana, places like that. 
So these are called nuclear sponges. And also, you, you notice another thing. A lot of prisons are off in these little desolate areas like that, too. Y'all notice that? They keep a lot of prisons in these little rural areas off in the cut like that, too. You understand? So we better know what's going on. A lot of this stuff might be more serious than they're trying to make it out to be. But I digress, ladies and gentlemen. Let me get on what we're talking about today. We're talking about role reversals. That's what we're talking about today. And what made me want to talk about that is this image that you're seeing right here with Rihanna and her dude, ASAP Rocky. I think Rihanna's pregnant again. This is the them and their first baby, and congratulations to them. I love, you know, I, I try to look at the positives in certain things, too. The positive thing, you know, it's a black family, even though they're not they're non-FBA. They're a black family, and I, I, I love black families. I love to see black families together. That's a great thing. I love to see black families together, but you got to understand how the dominant society works. If they give, they're still going to take. If they give one step, they're going to take two steps back from you. we got to break this picture down. Now, this picture right here, this is what the white media will put out there. If they show a black family, they're going to show the family in a role reversal situation. Now, if you look at the picture, you have Rihanna. They even have her looking way taller than ASAP. She's standing upright, backs her back is arched back almost in a masculine way. And, and Rihanna's a beautiful girl. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be one of those people who try to hate on her. Rihanna's a beautiful girl. But they have her jawline looking somewhat masculine. They got her shoulders arched back and she's walking in the lead as the head of the household. You understand? leading ASAP, leading the man. Now, if you look at ASAP, look at his posture. Look at this. Yes, ASAP has worn a skirt. And look at this. In this, he's up here. His Look at his posture. His posture is slouched. He's in a submissive posture. He's taking on the role of the nurturer. And he's taking the role as the follower. You understand? So in this picture, you know, this picture looks like they almost have it look, looking like two lesbians almost. If you take a quick look at this picture, this picture almost looks like two lesbians together. So that's not, that's not an accident. They always have to portray us. Yeah, he wears nail polish too, of course. So they have him as the nurturer and she's the head of the household breadwinner, the dominant one in the picture, the dominant one in the relationship. This is what they're portraying and this is not by accident. This is a part of the buck breaking and role reversal psychological warfare tactic against us. This is, it seems benign, but there are real ramifications of this. They have to normalize having a role reversal. This is why so many things are just off balance with us within the community. It's unnatural to have such a role reversal where the woman takes the masculine position and the head of the household position and the male takes a submissive role. That's not that's that's always going to have an imbalance because women at the end of the day, they don't like being in an authoritative position in the relationship where she's calling the shots. Women don't like that. Even if they say they do, all of that girl power, boss, 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 at the end of the day behind closed doors, women don't like that. Women don't like that at all. Because it's a natural imbalance. The imbalance is too real. You cannot flourish in your womanhood being in a domineering position over a man you're always going to be uncomfortable and a man too you can't be comfortable being a submissive dude you're going to act out 
is going to come out in passive aggressive ways. That's why a lot of dudes who are in these relationships, these baby boy type relationships, remember the movie Baby Boy? Taraji P. Henson, she was the, the breadwinner and, and Jody was just kind of laying up off her and he had all of the side chicks and all of that. You have to try to uh, exert your manhood in passive aggressive ways. You see? Can't have all of these imbalances. When there's just general balance in relationship, a lot of stuff just kind of works itself out. You know, when when there's a balance between the men and the women, the man is doing what he needs to do and the woman is playing her position, everything kind of works itself out. Only when, when the roles are reversed and people try to put a square peg into a circle, that's when things go haywire. You understand? And this is all across the board. This is this is not just with the Vogue magazine cover. There's a lot of other stuff going on too with some of these other magazines. Some of these other magazines, they're doing the same thing. Hold on, let me show y'all this. Where is this? Now, our, our brother, Jonathan Major, he's a very good actor. I like Jonathan Major. He's an actor, character actor. He's been in a lot of things. So they got him on Ebony Magazine. This is Brother Jonathan Major right here. Hollywood's Most Wanted. So they got him up here with some denim boots looking real sassy. Strong masculine, brother. They always got to, uh, I keep telling y'all, they have to make a point to buck break the masculine brothers. If they can get a masculine brother, like a macho male actor or even a macho rapper like ASAP. ASAP is a rapper and, you know, they rap about macho stuff. But if you can get a rapper and have him in a dress, if you can get a rapper and have him in fingernail polish, that's what the white supremacists is like. They like buck breaking a, a wrangler. They one of those rowl, those those wild Negroes. They love getting them a nice good old buck and breaking them. You dig? So they like to get the black male and make him all soft and dainty. They got flowers on them, denim hoe boots on them, and, you know, got you poking your lips out. And, you know, they, they like to feminize the black male and they like to masculinize the black woman. They like to portray the, the black men as dainty and soft and they like to get the sisters. And if they can, they portray them as Husky and strong. Just like Lizzo. That's why they love Lizzo. They like a big old husky gal who's damn near masculine. You know, when you got a lot of weight on you, that masculine that masculinizes you. You, you know what I'm saying? That makes you more masculine, being big and husky. Now, and, and all the big girls listening, I'm not saying all the big girls out here are husky. There's some of y'all who are big and you can wear it well. You done got a waist trainer and most of the weight then went to your ass and they kind of, you know, niggas will still take a little dip with you. I get it. I get that. But then we got some husky ones out here who's kind of bad built or whatever. Not trying to shame anybody, but, you know, they want you to be big, husky, and bad built. They don't want no shape going on there. They just want it to be round and rotund and non-threatening to white sexuality you understand and then they try to act like that narrative is a plus did y'all see something with Lizzo speaking of Lizzo they had this is the backhanded compliments that the, the white supremacists will throw at you They there's a, a snow truck in Minnesota hold on let, let me show y'all let me show you better than I can tell you how about that guys let me show you what they did out there in Minnesota. The, the white supremacists are very slick with their little backhanded compliments. Now look at this. They had a snowplow naming contest in Minnesota and they named a snowplow after Lizzo. I kid you not. Listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. Let me turn my Mac and music down for a minute. I want y'all to listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on one second. Hold on. Where are we at? Where's the volume? Results. The winners of MnDOT's 2023 Name a Snowplow Contest. 
There were eight winners, one for each of the state's districts. The name with the most votes, you're a blizzard, Harry. Yep, like you're a wizard, Harry from Harry Potter. That's the plow that will represent District 8. That's in southwest Minnesota. Blizzo came in number two. She will represent the Twin Cities. Then next one, my favorite, Cleopatra. That'll cover the Northeast. Number four spot, better call Saul. Okay, so they named... Where, where is that's that? That's going to be later. East Minnesota, it's west central. So they named a snowplow after Blizzo, all right? And Blizzo actually thanked them. Hold on. This is Blizzo thanking them for naming a big-ass snowplow after her. They named a snowplow after her, and she's thanking them. Hold on. I just heard that I have won the Name a Snowplow competition in Minnesota. Of all the awards I have received, this by far is the highest honor. To know that there is a snowplow named Blizzo that is clearing the streets of the Twin Cities right now makes my heart melt or freeze. Anyway, I want to shout out Osseo Middle School. Thank you so much for nominating moi as the recipient of this esteemed honor. Thank you so much for supporting me, no matter where I go in my career. I love you, Twin Cities. Mwah! Stay freezing! Lord, man, come on, dude. Man. Black, Lizzo, you, you, ain't, gotta, you ain't gotta do that, sis. Come on, man. When, come on, sis. You ain't gotta accept these people giving you a backhanded compliment. That's a diss. You ain't, you don't have to do that. Come on, black folks. Come on, you don't have to co-sign these folks clowning you. Come on, man. Damn. You, gotta, you know they're clowning you. I mean, no, she's not oblivious to that. You know good and well that that's a diss. They're clowning. And we don't have to go for that. That's an insult. You think she's being sarcastic? Man, please. Come on, man, that's mammyism, where you sit up here and let these folks denigrate you. But and, and this is the thing. These folks have all the smoke for black society. These folks are always saying, black folks, y'all get over. Y'all don't like me because I big. They got all the smoke for black society, but never say anything about white mommy, white daddy, when white mommy and white daddy are throwing insults towards you. Yeah, she's being sarcastic. Ah. Man, come on, dude. Not cool. Not cool. We got to get that self-esteem game back up. We got to get that self-esteem back up. And our lot in life is not to be the punchline for the white supremacists. Yeah, she's going along with that nonsense, man. It's not our job to go along with their insults. Yeah, they, they're not going to call a, a, an overweight white woman and name her after no damn snow truck a snow plow they're not going to name a, a, a an overweight white woman after a snow plow and, and if they do call an overweight white woman and name her after a snow plow she ain't going to be co-signing it she's absolutely not going to co-sign it there is no white equivalent to lizzo what's the white equivalent to lizzo where you're you made fat your identity where you just go out here and just be fat you, you understand they don't do that with white women when white women get a little overweight, well, they, they go hide them somewhere. They go check them. They let them know, hey, white woman, you need to get your shit together. You can't be out here. You can't be representing us as a white community looking the way you look. They're real cold-blooded to white women. Oh, look at Adele. They made Adele lose that weight. They got Adele out the paint. They take your ass somewhere and get that weight off you, ma'am. You, you cannot be a white woman misrepresenting us. They made Mama June lose that lose the weight. You dig? That, yeah, Rosie O'Donnell, they make these white women lose that weight. They don't play that. Remember Jessica Simpson? Especially if she was a pretty white woman. They're like, oh, no, 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 no. Bitch, you didn't gain 10 pounds. Go back somewhere. Yeah? They don't play that. Now, they sit up there and encourage that with sisters. You dig? Because, you know, they, they tried to make you as... Un sexually undesirable as they can do. Just like with black men, they try to make black males as sexually undesirable as they can make them. 
You dig? So we got to understand the game here. We got to understand the game. We, we don't have to cop, please, and explain and do all this stuff with these people and pretend that what they're doing is somehow honorable as if it's a genuine good faith reward that they're giving us. No, 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 no. We got to understand sometimes we can't try. We can't rationalize with, with terrorism. <clears throat> we got this thing where we try to be rational with these folks. Nah. When they insult you, just charge that to the game. Don't don't you buy into it. You can't rationalize with the white supremacists. We find ourselves trying to do that too much. Speaking, speaking of that, did y'all see the sentencing? Um, they got that Buffalo shooter, the white supremacist who did the shooting up in Buffalo, the mass shooting. So he was in court, and uh, one of the family members of one of the victims, they tried to jump his ass, which is good. But one of the women, one of the sisters was was up there trying to explain to him and, you know, trying to, you know, I, I, I just let me let y'all listen to it, man. You know, we, we got to this. I, I can't co-sign this because you're trying to rationalize with the terrorist, you know, and this is what we got to stop doing. Uh, listen, this is and, and this is a family who lost family members. I get that. I'm, I'm being very sensitive to the family. But but listen to this. This is one of the family members trying to rationalize to the killer about black lives. Hold on. You don't come to our city and decide you don't like black people. Man, you don't know a damn thing about black people. We're human. We like our kids to go to good schools. We love our kids. We never go in those neighborhoods to take people out. Okay, okay. Okay, listen, listen, listen. Family, we, we can't. Okay, listen, listen. Because I, that, that, I don't co-sign that. Getting with this white supremacist and tell, oh, we're human. We love our kids. We love our family. Okay, All right, this is a, this, look, that's warfare. You're talking to a terrorist. You're not going to, why are you trying to convince him of your humanity as a black person? How come you don't like black people? Why don't you like black people? We human. Man, stop. We know that. Stop, 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 stop. Why are we trying to convince a damn terroristic white supremacist that we're human? We know that. The hell we got to convince him for? No. 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 This man don't care about your humanity. He knows black people. They know who the hell you are. You're trying to get acceptance from this damn terroristic white supremacist. Black people. I'm not, no, 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 not hating on the sister. No, no, I'm talking about y'all. You too, nigga. Sitting up here trying to get acceptance from these people. Uh, stop. Their acceptance don't mean nothing. We're going to be all right. Accept yourself. This man don't care. That man does not care about your humanity, your kids, or nothing. They don't care. Shout out to the brother. He's like, I ain't doing all that talking. I'm going to knock this dude out. I want to get one good lick in before they put him to jail. All right, now I'm with that right there. Shout out to that brother. But yeah, trying to cop, please, and get these people to understand your humanity. You better understand these white supremacists are demonic, man. And look, and, and I'm, I'm very sensitive. Look, I can under, look, they took your loved one away. They took away somebody you love. I get it, man. Trust me. I get that, man. I get it. You you trying to find, hey, why? Why would you do that? Dude? Why are you just targeting us because we're black? Well, we better understand we're in war. This is warfare. These people, that's what they do. You better expect that. That's what Neely Fuller said. You better expect these white supremacists to target you. You then? You better expect that. We're under a system of white supremacy. And never forget that this white supremacist, he was working with somebody in law enforcement. They never revealed who it was, though. Remember, he was working with somebody in law enforcement. There was somebody in law enforcement who was corresponding with this damn dude. You then? So don't ever forget that. They kind of downplay that story, but that's some real stuff right there. Yeah? 
So the thing is, we got to understand, man. We are in warfare with these folks. We we don't have to try to show them our humanity. And part of warfare is sexual confusion. We got to understand all aspects of warfare they wage against us. They have to take away our warrior class so that these demonic white supremacists can have easy pickings when they want to make an attack. That's why they want so many of us buck broken and so many of us in dresses and so many of us in subservient positions as men. They don't want the war because if you're in a, a leadership position, if you're acting like a boss, you're going to keep eyes and ears open around the neighborhood. You're going to keep your eyes and ears open around the community and you're going to protect your neighborhood if you're the head of the household. If you're the head of the community, subconsciously, you're going to look for ways to protect that. You dig? See, that's why they don't want you to, to have that kind of mindset. That's why it's very important to show images of black males with reverse roles, black males being buck broken. And like I said, they like to get the most masculine male to buck break him because that sends a message. Did y'all see the clip I put of uh, um, our good brother R.I.P. Tiny Lister, our brother Zeus, or AKA Debo from the Fridays movies? Here's an interview he did back in the day. And this brother was speaking some real talk. I want y'all to listen to this interview that Tiny did. This brother was spitting some real ass talk in this interview and he cut himself off. He had to stop himself. He didn't want to get too, too heavy, but he had to stop himself. I want y'all to listen to what my man was saying, how they try to buck break you in Hollywood. I want y'all to listen to our good brother, Tiny. Hold on. Y'all ain't seen that interview, huh? Yeah, yeah. That brother was woke. You understand what I'm saying? Tiny was woke and spitting real facts. Tiny was woke and speaking real facts. Do you understand what I'm saying? Where's the lie in what our brother said? Where's the lie in where I, what our brother said? He's like, I'm not going to be compromised. I'm not going to be compromised. You dig? He said, that's not going to happen with me. I'm going to keep it a buck out here. You're not going to put me in a dress. I'm not going to be out here rocking dresses. That is what I'm not going to do. And you know why he said all this? You want to know why he said this? Because... In Hollywood, they'll try to test you out. Dave Chappelle talked about this. He talked about how um, he was on a movie and they wanted him. They came in with a new script and they wanted him to put a dress on. And he was like, nah, nah, I don't, I don't want to do that. Nah, that's going to be kind of cheesy and corny if I put a dress on. And then he said um, they came back with another script right after that. He was like, uh, they were testing him just to see if he would do it. They were testing him just to see if he would do it. Now, remember, Tiny was in the Friday movie. He was in Friday in, in two of them, first two. And he wasn't in the next one. Now, who did they replace him with? Remember, they replaced the Debo character with this, ladies and gentlemen. Remember? They replaced him with Terry Crews. You, you feel me? They needed a, a, a strong heavy in the movie, a big buff brute. They needed a strong heavy, a strong nemesis for Day Day and um, um, Craig. 
You dig? So I'm. Pr- they probably asked Tiny to do something real moist, and Tiny was like, "Get the hell out of my face." So they didn't have him in there no more. You dig? You, you feel me? That's why Tiny was saying that. They probably asked Tiny to do something real weird, and he said, hey, man, go kick rocks. I ain't doing that. They said, all right, we'll get somebody else. Come here, Terry Crews. And Terry was like, what you need me to do? You see? They probably they tried to get Debo to be a prison punk. They probably tried to get him to be a damn punk, and he was like, nah, I'm good. I ain't going that route. I'm good. Yeah? You better understand how this thing goes on out here, man. Yeah, Ice Cube does it. Yeah, he doesn't own the Friday franchise. He doesn't own it. So I'm pretty sure some of those white producers were saying, hey, look, guys, we want to go another direction with the Debo character. Yeah, we want to go another direction with Debo. Let's have Debo. He got out of prison and now he likes dudes and he 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 wants to have sex with Tupac and all of it. What? Imagine telling somebody from Compton that. Tiny listeners from Compton. This dude is from LA. You can what? You know? The hell? You dig? So yeah, he was probably, no, I'm cool in the gang on that. I'm cool. But see, the thing is they, again, that's the image that they like to have of black men. And even in the dominant society, when they bring black men around, they like to bring around dainty black men or black men who they think are dainty. That's why they got so mad at, again, T.J. Holmes. And every week they done found out T.J. Holmes, he is about five or six different women now that they didn't say that man was in that office banging. That man was dicking down women left and right. <laughs> T.J. Holmes was getting it in. Man. That dude was banging all the women. Boy, they are so mad at T.J. Holmes. They didn't. They were like, oh, we thought he was one of the good ones. Oh, that nigga was in here just being niggerish. Man, TJ was in there getting it in with them women. Well, they don't like that. They like a dainty dude. And look, now the white women, they like to test dudes. Even if the brother's kind of dainty, the white women are still trying to shoot their shot. Oh, he's black. That's masculine enough for me. Um, did y'all see, there was a, a clip that's going around. This happened a few months ago, but it was on one show. What was it? What's the name of this show? Um... Was it? It's, it's the, uh, the Today Show. It's the Today Show. So um, one of the guest co-hosts, a black dude, a little dainty, um, Jenna Bush Hager was on there, and she was kind of touchy feely on dude. She was kind of touchy feely, and he did not like that. Boy, he was like, "Oh no!" He kept pushing our pushing her back. This is very funny. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This dude, hold on. Look at how he kept pushing her back. She was kind of touching and feeling on him. You know, when white women get around black men, boy, they think, okay, yeah, I got first dibs. I can play grab ass with the brothers. Hold on. So, hold on. Let me let me play this real quick. Let me turn my music down. So, yeah, she was a little grabby with old dude. He kept pushing her back. Hold on. Look at this. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Well, you can't hear the audio. But, yeah, she got her hand on her. He he's throwing the hand off. He's he's throwing the hand off, pushing her back. <laughs> she keeps getting up on him. He's like, "Oh Lord, no, ma'am, no, no, I don't like buzzy. This is all buzzy." <laughs> she keeps touching him. Hold on, no, you can't hear the audio, which is good because they be hitting me up. So she, he he keeps pushing, keeping his distance. Boy, this dude is not trying to get touched by her and she's choosing look he didn't push he keeps pushing this woman away <laughs> okay look the them queens like oh no no ma'am it, it, this is not that kind of party ma'am i don't i don't get down like that i don't play like that and 
you know, everybody said he wanted the white man. They're like, hey, you messing up my action. And guess what? That's exactly what he said. They did a follow up interview like, damn, why were you pushing her away like that? Hold on. Hold on. Listen to what he said. Listen to what he said. Hold on one second. Listen to what he said. This is why he was doing it. Hold on. Hold on. It was an awkward moment on the Today Show as a guest co-host appeared to shove Jenna Bush out of the shot. Now he's explaining what was really going on. It's the moment on the Today Show sending social media into overdrive. During a cooking segment, guest co-host Justin Sylvester pushes Jenna Bush Hager out of the way. Not once, but twice. Was he being rude? Was he trying to define his personal space? That's actually not the truth. Now Justin is speaking out while getting a facial. I was flirting with the chef because he was cute. And I was pushing her out the way so I could have a one-on-one -on -one moment with the chef. <laughs> people took it the wrong way. Watching the whole segment, his story holds up. Let me go stand next to me. Look at that. He's hogging so you. Now we know the truth behind Shovegate. He was like, "Hey, you messing up my bussy action? Hold on, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get with Zaddy, bitch. You messing me up? <laughs> don't get, don't be all up on me making this dude think I'm straight. What's wrong with you? You messing my action up? He's trying to get flued out to, to Greece, <laughs> so he can grease his bussy. <laughs> Lord." But and look, and Jenna, these white women, she, you know, the man is dainty. You know that the man is a queen, but they don't give a damn. They white women be like, hell, I turn him back out. They're like, I'll turn him back straight. I don't give a damn if he's a queen. He he needs some of this snow plow. That's what he needs. He needs some of this snow. He'll get back right. Yeah, she she said, I got a cure for that. White for JJ. Lord, but anyway, man, look, the, the, the buck breaking is real out here. The role reversals are real out here. We just got to man up, man. We got to take boss positions. We got to man up. We got to stand up. We got to stop playing the submissive, subservient roles. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to have balance in the game. And we got to show by example. And we got to show us leading as men and being successful leading as men because we got a lot of beta dudes out here man that's it's, it's getting ridiculous at this point you got dudes like this out here look at look at this you got dudes out here like like this right here you got these kind of dudes who get around white people and just start bucking their eyes. And, and granted, a lot of the, this cat right here, I don't think he's FBA. A lot of these guys are non-FBA and I, I hate to go there. But this type of stuff here, ladies and gentlemen, right here, this is a form of buck breaking too. This is buck breaking right here. Look at this, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, okay. So dudes sitting up here bucking their, bucking them eyes. Look at the white, there's a white woman behind them looking over her shoulder. Some white people pouring some sauce on some chicken wings and this dude is up here groveling and bucking his eyes and licking his fingers. We gotta do better, Negroes. And again, this is a lot of strong tether vibes here. This ain't it. This has to go, ladies and gentlemen. All of this weak, goofy nonsense, it has to go, ladies and gentlemen. I'm tired of this goofy, buck-dancing nonsense. It has to go. Somebody said it's called comedy. That's what Stephen Fetchett said. It was called comedy. And after the white supremacists sat up there watching Stephen Fetchett, they went out there lynching Negroes. Miss me with that. Yeah, it's all fun and games. The Klan started off as comedy. Yeah, minstrel shows started off as comedy. And then they used that to justify the Jim Crow laws. Don't, don't say it was just comedy. It always starts off as comedy. Jim Crow started off as a comedy. Then they say, you know what? Let's make some Jim Crow laws. Miss me with that. 
Don't let these people play the it's just jokes. Don't let them play that game on you. It's just jokes. It's just comedy. That's how it starts. They'll use that to justify harming and subjugating you. Come on now. All that buck in your eyes and come on, stop it. That's goofy as hell. And notice they only, they do that primarily around white people. You know, that's what white people like to look at and, and see. They use comedy against us. Look, the white supremacists, they weaponize everything. Comedy is a weapon. They use jokes as a weapon, man. And, and that's probably a tether talking about it's just comedy because these folks come over here and then they engage in these goofy anti-FBA stereotypes. These are stereotypes that were used against us. And I keep telling you, would it be funny since it's just jokes if one of us, if we start going over to Africa and as a joke, we take our shirts off and put ash on our knees and stick our bellies out and get flies around us and start doing tribal dances, would that be funny? Huh? Would that be funny? No, you would cry bloody murder. And we're saying this goofy shit that these dudes are doing, bucking their eyes, eating chicken, coming over here with that goofy shit around white people, that's corny. It ain't funny. You, you understand? All that buck dancing, that is not cool. And it's done by a lot of these tethers. And we're hollering at you about that. That ain't cool. And we're going to keep hollering at you about that. You're not going to get a pass doing that type of stuff. But I digress, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, y'all, that's been today's episode of Tariq Radio. Glad to have everybody tuning in. Much respect to you guys. The new movie, American Maroon, available next week, ladies and gentlemen. So if you have not gotten on to the FBAStream.com website, go to FBAStream.com. Go to AmericanMaroon.com to see the trailer for American Maroon. It's American-Maroon.com. That's what it is, American-Maroon.com. Anyway, y'all, you guys have a phenomenal weekend. I'll holler at you guys this Sunday. Puppy Akute and Lilla Bube to the family. Peace. <laughs>